Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, April 26, 2021. I'm one of your host, Blessing, Adioye Jr. Joining me is Tim Ma-Fucking Gettys. Two years ago today, Bless, we were sitting in a theater and we heard Captain America say Avengers Assemble for the wow. first goddamn time. Two years since Endgame. Three That's years since wild. Infinity War. How is that possible, man? That's crazy i uh, last week i actually watched endgame again just because mm-hmm. i think i, I got hyped for watching it. falcon yeah mm-hmm. and i was like you know what man i, I one i was impressed uh, watching falcon and the winter soldiers just from the fact that i would never have guessed that the scene where spoilers for endgame if you somehow missed it the scene where captain america or where steve rogers i should say gives over his shield to uh to sam i would never have guessed that it would lead to a show that dives into like the dynamics of the shield and 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 race in america and all that stuff in the way that it does uh but then also yeah i was just like hyped i was like man i gotta go back and watch endgame again because man what a movie what a movie that what was. a what a motion picture that's what they call them back in my day bless motion picture have you mm-hmm. has there has there been anything as hyped as endgame like in terms of a movie in the release? world no in the never world. just period yeah i don't think so i don't so. think so I don't yeah. think so at all. Right before the show, you mentioned wanting to bring something up during the show. You no, it was back. this. Oh, it was, was this. it? Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When do you think we're going to get the next Avengers movie? I, I mean, at this point, predicting MCU has been really difficult because every time I'm sure they're going to do something, they, they go in a slightly different direction. So I don't really know. But based on everything we know of announced shows and new shows and movies being literally announced like every freaking week, it's like in the last month or two, we got an Echo show announced, a Wakanda show announced, and a Captain America 4 movie. And it's just like, what the shit? Okay, I guess this is all happening. But I, I still stand that it's going to be a while till Avengers, and I imagine Phase 5 will end with a Avengers movie of, of some mm-hmm. sort. A bigger so you don't think we're going to get one for Phase film. 4? No, I think Phase 4 is going to be a lot more about building up different teams different sides and whatever but you know we'll have to wait and see tim enough Mm -hmm. about avengers let's talk about some video games today's stories include a brand new ratchet and clank trailer a brand new mode for apex legends and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every day at 10 a.m live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about if you're watching live and correct us if we get stuff wrong by going to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily to be a part of the show at to patreon.com slash kind of funny games or bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free with the exclusive daily post show housekeeping for you we got a lot of housekeeping ps i love you xoxo this week is being pushed from tuesday and it's going up later in the week uh so there will be no patreon live recording for that one so be on the lookout for it when it drops uh what you can check out right now if you want to is kind of funny xcast that went up over the weekend they talk oh, all yeah. about battlefield and have on lord cognito as a guest and lord cognito is one of the coolest uh nicknames Very you can cool have name. maybe yep. it's the first name i have no idea but either way it's a really cool name uh you can catch that everywhere where you normally do then as a reminder uh our kind of funny first impressions of returnal are up right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games uh so if you want to know how i feel uh, in my first few hours playing returnal you can check that out then in case you missed it kind of funny podcast went up over the weekend uh actually no it went up this morning uh and apparently they're ranking the planets and members of nsync did i get that correct? it is it is a banger of an episode like it is very rare on the kind of funny podcast that we stick to one topic the entire course of the show and this week we did it and that topic was ranking the planets in sync members and backstreet boys members all in one list oh, okay i was asking my next question i was like is it all uh-huh. together yeah. all right yeah. what are the yeah. like what are the uh like the parameters you'll, like how are you you'll guys have going to about wa- this? wait and see man you gotta watch it you gotta watch it damn okay i might have to check that one out uh also in case you missed it falcon and the winter soldier finale reactions went up over the weekend and the mortal Kombat in review also went up all of those you can catch on your podcast services or on youtube.com slash kind of funny. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Mick at the Nanobiologist, Tom Bach, Trent Berry, and Blackjack. Today we're brought to you by Dr. Squatch, Final Fantasy VII Intergrade, Caviar, and Channel Fireball. But I'll tell you about all of those later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Europa Report.
It's time for some news. We have seven stories today. A baker's dozen. And Tim, I tweeted this out earlier that the the coffee, the caffeine is coursing through my veins this morning. I don't know if you can tell. Oh, cheers. Look at this. We both got the iced coffee from Starbucks. This morning when I woke up, I took my shower and I started I started putting together the KFG doc. And as I was putting it together, I was like, man, I need some I need some caffeine like earlier than usual. And so I I made Mm -hmm. myself some tea. I made myself some morning tea. But that doesn't give me the same. Oh, dude, I, let me spill the tea, man. The The morning tea that I usually make doesn't usually get me the same shot of caffeine as the coffee mm-hmm. usually does. And so by the time I finished my tea, about an hour into making the doc, I was like, all right, I need some coffee. I need some actual coffee to actually get me to where I need to be. And let me tell you, I have surpassed where I need to be. It was like getting like basically du- du- double the times of caffeine as I usually get in the morning. And so if I seem like I'm high off my own supply, it's because I am, man. I am. Oh, supply yeah. Baby. Is that Starbucks coffee? Let's start with story number one. Ration and Clank Rift Apart got a new trailer, baby. Uh, it's I'm reading from Alyssa Mercanti at Games Radar, who breaks, breaks down a few details from it. Kevin, I have a trailer that you can pull up here. That is the footage of the new trailer. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart has dropped a new gameplay trailer that officially introduces Rivet, the female Lombax that's that's been teased for months. The mysterious new Lombax is called Rivet, and she's a resistance fighter from another dimension. It certainly seems like the upcoming Ratchet and Clank title will allow us to control both Ratchet and Rivet in this new dimension, which is ruled by Emperor Nefarious. We get a new look at the new new nefarious city in the gameplay trailer, as well as the iconic Ratchet and Clank locations Sargasso and Torin 4, which have gotten a little alternate dimension makeover. The PS5 exclusive looks great in the latest trailer with outrageous weapons and gameplay mechanics, all with the gorgeous visual cap- capabilities of new new gen hardware. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart was built specifically for the PS5, so expect it to really sing on the console. The trailer has also confirmed that Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is getting a special PlayStation State of Play later this week. The State of Play will debut on Thursday, April 29th at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Tim, have you gotten a chance to check out this trailer yet? Uh, yeah, we can just wrap it up and go home. Video games have peaked in how beautiful they can look. This is it. We're not going to get better than this. We've talked for decades at this point of, wow, this video game, it, it looks like real basketball game. It looks like NBA's on TV. Or, oh, man, this looks this actually looks like a, a Toy Story movie, but we're playing it. No, we're, we're there. Like, this is ridiculously gorgeous, and I can't believe how seamless the cinematics blend into the gameplay. Like, I this is... 10 out of 10 perfect looking right oh yeah this this looks like it's gonna be one of the best looking games on the ps5 not the best looking game on the ps5 and i love where we're at right now where we've gotten uh now a few big first party uh playstation games that are exclusive to the ps5 between demon souls the upcoming returnal and now rational clank rift apart and Mm -hmm. i think the the big exclusive playstation 5 games are really making a case for yeah, no, this hardware is fucking dope, like, in terms of how good these games can look. Because Demon Souls, playing Demon Souls, that is one of the best-looking games I've ever played. Uh, previewing Returnal, like, every every environment in Returnal, every combat sequence, I should say, looks like the 4th of July, with how, how much... Uh, lighting particle effects all (laughs) how all that stuff stuff looks bouncing all around it looks incredible it looks fantastic and this looks like it's gonna be another one where uh watching watching this trailer seeing rivet go through all the different environments each environment looks beautiful Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it is it's absolutely crazy i'm just checking right now to see if i can say this and i can i've been playing a little bit of returnal as well and i can only talk about the preview stuff but Mm -hmm. um the thing that has blown me away the most by far with returnal is how insane the haptic feedback in the dual sense is it is the most single-handedly the most immersive video game experience i've ever had and i did not expect that from a house mark game it is so much uh the point of the game where it makes it so much better so much more immersive and imagining what that could look like when the game looks this good too but like what insomniac might be able to do with it when it is built for the ground up for the ps5 system and not something like miles morales where it's there but clearly is also being built for ps4 as well um there's something about it that we haven't we've gotten taste but we haven't really gotten that full steak dinner of what a ps5 exclusive can be on every level when it's dealing with 3d audio when it's dealing with ray tracing and all the the graphic fun stuff that the ps5 can give but on top of that having that dual sense 
uh, activity going on. And mm-hmm. everything I'm seeing from this game, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting really, really excited. Bless. I was already peak excited for this. We did Gamescast last week talking about what games we're most hyped for this year, and this one's definitely the 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 first one chronologically of the year that I'm like. I can't freaking wait for this to come out. Um, Resident Evil Village, I'm excited for, but this is definitely the one. And seeing this trailer only only makes it harder to wait until June. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think bringing up the DualSense stuff is uh, really good to bring up because you know we're still in the place where we can't go to physical uh, events to actually preview games like Ratchet and Clank. Like there was no E3 to go to last year. There's no PlayStation's not flying people out to come test out the game and all that stuff. And so. We we're not we've not been able to really give any sort of preview impressions in terms of what the dual sense might feel like in this game, and so really we, we don't know. But coming off of Returnal, you know, I mentioned in my preview that a really cool thing that that game does is with the with the dual sense, with each gun, each gun has an alt fire. Uh, and the way that you activate it is by pulling through all the way on the L2 button. You know, to do your regular fire, if you want to aim, you have you the, the the adaptive triggers only notch halfway, and so you pull halfway to aim, and then you press R2 to shoot, of course. And then to activate your alt fire, you pull through all the way, and that is a really really cool use of the dual sense. And I mentioned this in my preview that usually when games try that stuff out, um, so far it's been hit and miss for me. Where playing Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, for example, uh, I liked it at first, but then after a while, I was like, I don't necessarily like the almost like springy kind of effect that they've added to the l2 like it makes it kind of uh difficult to have the kind of precision that i I, i've wanted personally out of that game and returnal absolutely nails it and it makes me think about yeah what if ratchet and clank has it so that every single gun utilizes the dual sense differently because that's the thing they could do the adaptive triggers has so much variability to them where you can make certain guns have that springy thing you can make certain guns pull halfway and then press l2 all the way in order to have an alt fire you can make certain guns uh, uh, just do all sorts of different crazy shit with the dual sense. I'm super excited to see uh, how that stuff comes into play and pans out. You know, totally. what else and, I'm excited. And, and with, oh, go for real it. quick, Bless. I just want to say because we've been talking about this dual sense in, in a couple different ways on Gamescast and stuff. One of them being I, I've been playing a lot of Crash Four and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five, the PS5 version, or not Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five, one and two on uh, PS5. Yeah. And uh, they added the haptic trigger type stuff, and it somehow it, like it gets distracting in some ways, where it doesn't feel like perfectly integrated, or whatever. But I've made it a call to myself that I am not going to turn off the haptic stuff in a game for the rest of the year. I want to get, I want to play the games as the developers are making them with these things, and I want to experience it because I think that there's that level of discomfort we're all going to have because it doesn't feel how we're used to games feeling. But I, I believe in this stuff, and games like Astro's Playroom and Returnal have been really, really, really proving to me that there's something special here, and we need to support it, and we need to not turn it off if we want more developers to like really double down and like make it worthwhile and not just have it be an afterthought. So yep. I'm saying that right now to Tim Gettys promise to the the people to all the gamers out there i'm not turning off haptic feedback and neither should you <laughs> preached him uh speaking of ratchet and clank in returnal i want to pull in a question from lucid dream who writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can and says sony has been doing a decent job marketing returnal over the past month by steadily releasing trailers and promoting the game on social media channels however with today's announcement of ration clank of the of a ration clank centric state of play coming on thursday they're potentially undoing a lot of the hype that has been building up for eternal by overshadowing it with a bigger title I have to imagine the review embargo drops before the state of play, but this is kind of mixed messaging. But this kind of mixed messaging seems dubious and completely unavoidable, or completely avoidable. Unfortunately, this isn't the first time they've done this either. Concrete genie, anyone? Why not wait until next week to celebrate Ratchet and Clank? Thanks, Tim. Do you feel so? Returnal, right? To catch people up, I believe comes out this Friday. Uh, yeah, it comes out the thirtieth which is this Friday. Does dropping a Ration Clank state of play on Thursday undermine uh, Returnal's release? I mean, yes and no, right? In, in a perfect world, the games wouldn't step on each other and each get their perfect marketing beats that just kind of lead into the next thing. But unfortunately, that's just not how games work, especially given the state of the world right now where we're already dealing with games, or at least in the sense of Returnal, games that have been delayed right so the original plan is out the window so 
while that still means that they might be able to change things on the other side, on the Ratchet side, it gets a lot harder when you're talking about these big moving pieces, and I, especially when it's PlayStation with the state of play, which there haven't been too many this year. Um, I can imagine that they're like, there's certain things that like, we got to get these marketing beats going because we we know what we need to hit with Ratchet uh, leading into that June release, right? Whereas Returnal, they're kind of like, I bet betting on reviews kind of telling the story at this point. So having this come out Thursday is like, okay, cool. There's some ratchet news going on, but whenever people are able to talk about Returnal, those reviews hopefully are going to speak for themselves on the quality of the game. Yeah. I do think it's a little bit of a weird move to drop a state of play on the same day or on the day before you're dropping Returnal. Um, but I do think it is different strategies for different games. Re Returnal, I'm with you that Returnal, I think is going to speak more in terms of reviews and what people have to say about it post-launch. Because Returnal is a game that you can put out commercials, you can market it as much as you want, but I think there's probably going to be a ceiling in terms of how many people uh, are going to be sold on it based on uh, commercials and all that stuff. I think it, I think that game really is going to be a game that thrive thrives off of word of mouth and people evangelizing it and people hitting up their friends and being like, yo, yo, this new game that just came out, bro, let me tell you about it, dude. It's, it's eternal. It uses, it uses the, the dual sense really well, apparently. Like, I think those are the, those are the conversations and things that are going to get people into that game where Ratchet and Clank is one that, that I think is a big PlayStation first party AAA title from one of their biggest studios you want to put in commercials you want to hype up you know this is a game that's ha that's had a movie based off of it a few years ago come out i think there's a there's a uh, uh a bigger idea of what marketing looks like for playstation for ratchet and clank uh as opposed to returnal which is the thing that you want to you want to build up and probably want to have breathe over the next let's say a couple of months before you even have ratchet come out you know you have you returnal is going to have the chance to come out and live over the next few weeks and months you know because it's going to be the, it's going to be the one playstation first party title that's out there for now and i think that's going to yeah. that's going to give it the room to breathe and and live and hopefully make a splash and that's a big thing there too is like you know again i i do think that in a perfect world these would not be happening at the same time because that isn't ideal but there are pros to it because marketing your big playstation title and ratchet alongside this other first or you know playstation studios title coming out that again hopefully is going to get good reviews and and is well received by people uh, the gamers um i think that it's it's kind of just building the playstation brand and and again continuing that identity that playstation has of playstation studios means quality so if you're hyped about ratchet and then you're like, all right, cool. And then you start looking more into the PlayStation stuff. Returnal's there and it's getting good reviews. It's like, that's the best marketing possible is believing in a brand so much that you'll take a bet on uh, a new IP like Returnal, even if you don't know what it is. I'm not talking about the us's of the world. I'm talking about the people that don't, when you, if you said housemark to them, they wouldn't know what it means. Exactly. You know? um, and I think that having a title like Ratchet, that pe the more people are familiar with in a mainstream way, I think definitely can help them uh in terms of awareness and then in terms of you know stickiness of actually getting people to buy and try out a game that they wouldn't necessarily try out just because it's a playstation studios title tim let's move on to story number two apex legends adds a new permanent mode this comes from matt perslow at ign the upcoming season of apex legends legacy is set to add a new permanent 3v3 game mode called arenas arenas is not a battle royale but is instead a multi-round 3v3 mode with similarities to games like valorant and counter-strike players fight on maps much smaller than those used for the battle royale and have just one life per round to outplay the other team conclusive games can be over in three rounds but a match can go as far as nine rounds and into sudden death if teams are unable to outsmart outsmart their opponents while you will you, while you use the same weapons and characters as you do uh in the main apex legends battle royale mode arenas is a very different looking game type for starters there is no looting at all instead a shopping phase before each round will allow players to purchase weapons consumables and upgrades you can also purchase character abilities to keep the characters balanced for this uh, for this mode uh, you'll have to buy charges of their tactical and ultimate abilities in this phase rather than the battle royale's cooldown system currency for the store is provided at the start of every round with bonuses awarded for kills and wins much like in other tactical pvp shooters player equipment is reset at the start of each round to prevent power snowballing and keep matches to a swift average of 15 minutes 
When Arenas launches, it will have two bespoke maps, Party Crasher uh, set on a ship that's crashed into a downtown plaza, and Phase Runner, a more rural, open map with long sight lines. More maps are in development, but since they take a while, uh, three more maps have been three more maps have been made using segments of the Battle Royale maps. These will be Artillery from King's Canyon, Thermal Station from Rose Edge, and Golden Garden from Olympus. Uh, the mode will launch with with its two bespoke maps and artillery, and the other maps, other two maps, will be in the following weeks. Arenas could be the start of Apex Legends being a platform for other game modes beyond Battle Royale 2. Quote. We're pretty good shooter makers, so how can we offer that in other ways, said game director Chad Grenier in a Q&A session with the press. Quote, so our first step has been in arenas. We've got these other things we're, we're doing in playtests where, where we're trying to expand even further, further than that, so I think you'll continue to see some innovations in some limited time modes and see us try a few things here and there. We do hope that Apex can be more than just a battle royale game. End quote. This is pretty cool stuff. Uh, as people know, I really, I really love Apex Legends. I got to preview uh, the new mode, and it, and so far, I've had a really good time with it. Uh, it is, I for a while, I've been wanting Apex Legends to have more of an arena style mode because I think the characters and the weapons and all that stuff in Apex seems like th they seem like they would translate so well to having some sort of more direct team versus team pvp multiplayer and for that i would have expected them to go like an overwatch method or even like more of a titanfall deathmatch mode but to see them actually go for having something that's more akin to something like a valorant or a counter-strike one interesting but two from my time with it really works um and yeah i'm all, i'm all about it tim do, i mean for you i know you don't play apex that much but does this speak to you at all? I mean, I love the game director of saying we're pretty good shooter makers. So how can we, we offer that in other ways? Like that's such just a baller statement where they know what they have and like they're right, right? Respawn make killer games. And I love the idea that they're trying to get weird and trying to do different things within the world, within the 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 place that the the toy bucket they have of um this battle royale world that they made and this free-to-play idea that they're like okay cool how do we change this so it's not just battle royale how do we add more modes and it reminds me a lot of things like rocket league and, and there's so many games that have kind of become platforms over the years and kind of just become synonymous with like video games and it's just like there are these like almost sports that happen alongside like the big tentpole releases where cool there's a lot of games that come out and have their their moments maybe their week or two here and there but there's also constantly these games that are just ever present that mm -hmm. people can jump into and i like the idea of even within those games there being uh, a suite of, of different games but you do need to kind of build that up it can't just be like here's a bunch of different modes where we're just going to see what sticks i like the idea of trying out these arenas let's let's work on it let's figure it out let's get it built in so that it's something the community actually really likes alongside the battle royale then let's move on to something else do the same thing there and you know keep iterating and keep changing i think that that adds a lot of value and is definitely um a good the best shot for titanfall to come back in any way right yeah, one thousand percent. And we've had this conversation before. Of is Apex Legends the answer to bringing back Titanfall? And I think seeing them move into trying to expand what Apex Legends can be in this way, I think points to the answer being potentially yeah. Like if you if if they continue adding permanent modes like this, then I could see them eventually getting to the point where they're like, all right, it's time. Team Deathmatch Titans. We'll have a we'll call it Titanfall and have it be a mode in Apex, or we'll maybe spin it off into a new game or do whatever with it. Uh, I think that's a really cool thing because they are, in the in the preview I went to, they really did frame this as a new mode. They want this to stand alongside Battle Royale, which I think is a very fascinating thing. And I wonder how people are going to take to it because if this is a thing that ends up speaking to people and gets people in as much as they are into Apex Legends Battle Royale, then I think that is going to speak to something special. And I think that means that you can continue to expand and probably continue to grow your player, be player base uh, by a lot by creating multiple games within one game that people can get into. Uh, and so, yeah, I think this is, I think this is really cool. I can't wait to see what the future of this is. I like the idea that they are continuing to figure out what other, what other stuff they can do in Apex Legends. And I love how they go about it too with the limited time modes. Cause that's the thing that it feels like they do <clears throat> every few months or every season where they'll add in just like some bullshit mode to see how people take to it. And like they've added in 2v2 uh, or not 2v2, uh, uh, I think duos was limited time to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. I think duos was limited time before they added it in as a more permanent thing. Um, 
and yeah, like I think I I think they do such a good job of maintaining this game and updating it, and now adding a whole new mode. And so, uh, me and Andy will be doing a first impressions of the mode because we both got to have times on uh, hands on with it. Uh, so look forward to that coming coming later this week. But uh, Tim, to stick on the topic of Respawn Studios, story number three, Respawn Studios won an Oscar last night. This is wow. Danielle Pardis at GamesIndustry.biz. Respawn Entertainment and Oculus have staked a claim in the Academy Award for Best Documentary Short Subject at the 2021 Oscars for its in-game film, Colette. Colette is a 25-minute documentary made by Anthony Giacchino and Alice Doyard, co-produced by Respawn and Oculus. It features as part of the gallery mode in Medal of Honor Above and Beyond, uh, a VR game released last year. The documentary tells the story of Colette Marin Catherine, a French resistance fighter, and it follows her journey back to Germany for the first time since World War II. Colette marks the first ever Academy Award win for a video game company. That's really cool. Fantastic, man. Respawn doesn't take L's. They're just yeah. out here doing it right. I love it. And this is this is huge for the video game industry as a whole, right? Like an Oscar is a huge deal and just makes the medium that much more relevant and that much more uh, of a standout. Like I remember years ago when uh, Christopher Tin, the composer for um, Civilization, won uh, a Grammy for Civilization Four's theme uh-huh. song. And it was just like, that's incredible. You know, it's just like the, the, this these things that we love these video games can stand toe to toe with any other form of entertainment and should be appreciated as such and i think that this is a fantastic step uh, towards the more cinematic uh way and it being the short film and all that stuff and being part of a vr game there's so much here that feels like a major win uh because i don't think that uh medal of honor above and beyond is like at the tip of people's tongues when they're talking about the success of respawn uh but here we are they're winning oscars for the title we don't talk about so good on them right (laughs) exactly that's the thing that blows me away is when we talk about respawn we talk about titanfall we talk about apex we talk about jedi fallen order and for this game that they released on oculus right medal of honor i don't know anybody that's played it personally i know people are out there that have played it but i personally haven't haven't talked to anybody that was talking that was talking all about metal Medal of Honor on Oculus, and to see even that game that I've not heard much about win awards on this level, fantastic! Like again, yep. I think you, I think you said it very well that Respawn doesn't take L's, uh, and they've grown into not only a fan favorite EA studio, but just for me, like one of my favorite studios right now Period. in the industry. Like they continue to kill it and continue They're to EA's make- Insomniac. Yeah, honestly, like they continue to kill and continue to make moves on levels where it's like, wow, you guys are releasing multiple games in one year and are killing them both right they apex legends and jedi fallen order came out in the same year in the same 12 month period and i think the insomnia comparison is very apt in the way that we're from insomnia we got miles morales we're about to get ratchet and clang ripped apart it's incredible to see studios have that type of consistency uh and so shout out to respawn and you know what tim it doesn't stop there because story number four also has to do with respawn speaking of respawn it looks like they're working on a new ip uh this comes from twitter steven wong uh, over there tweeted out uh want to get in early and help build a new ip from scratch we're a team of five right now looking for our fourth or looking for our sixth coder um and then vince zampella you know him over uh at respawn the lead uh he quote tweeted that and says looking for an exciting new opportunity question mark new respawn project super exciting stuff get in early and so they don't stop a new ip come from respawn that's Damn. awesome hell yeah man Good video games are cool i love video this. games are cool i didn't mention this uh a couple stories ago and i probably should have included this right they're like Along with the trailer where uh, they detailed the Apex Legends legacy new mode, they also talked about new characters and all that stuff. You can, of course, go to uh, Respawn's blog or IGN or wherever you want to get the details. But they did talk about Valk, and I should shout out Valk because Valk is the new character uh, that's available for the new season coming May 4th. And her whole thing is that she can fly, uh, and she has like this cool like rocket propeller move that's pretty dope. Uh, and I, I tried her out a few times. I'm sure we'll talk about her a bit in our first impressions with me and Andy. Uh, very cool character. Very, very cool character. And so look out for that. When are we getting Jedi Fallen Order 2, Bless? Because <sighs> I kind of feel like it's getting announced this year, right? It feels like it's think time. Because so. it came out in 20, end of 2019, that mm-hmm. game came out. Mm-hmm. You would think that the sequel wouldn't be too far after that, maybe three or four years. I'm shocked so, like, that we didn't get some type of single player DLC. It felt perfect for that type of game. And I, I definitely expected it to, to happen. I think that with 
everything that happened last year. I understand it not happening, mm -hmm. but we're at a point now where I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if that was scrapped, move on to the sequel sooner than, than kind of planned. But EA Play at E3, I think we're going to get it. I think it's going to so? get announced. Does it come I out this so, year? Man. That's the bigger question. And, and I I'll find that no. a little bit doubtful, uh, but I'm still very excited. I wouldn't be surprised if we got an announcement of the name Star Wars Jedi tripped over order, whatever they call it. Uh, <laughs> and that it actually that was the out. worst joke you've ever made. I know. Made. I like Holy the synapses were firing and I was like, yeah. I know where I need to go for this joke. And I, I landed in a place that could have been way firing. better. Yeah. They were, yeah, yeah, they yeah. were almost there. They were almost Jedi <laughs> Star Wars, Jedi standing order. Would have been yeah. a better joke. Would have been a better. It would have been. It definitely not, would have been better. Not than, an A plus, but it would have been. Not by much. Yeah. Not by much. Not by yeah. much, but it would have yeah. been better. <laughs> but I think we see in twenty twenty two. I think that game is either next year or the year after. And I'm hyped for it. So cool. Tim, let's take mm -hmm. a break because I want to tell you about our sponsors. Of course, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, this episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by Doctor Squatch. Okay, real talk here. That soap or body wash you're using, it's shit. And usually I'm not allowed to, t to cuss in, in ad reads, but it says here in the ad read the soap you're using, it's bad. It's shit. It's packed with harsh chemicals, synthetic detergents, and it's brutal on your skin. If you're ready to step up your game to soap, or if you're ready to step up your game to soap that's natural, great for your skin, it doesn't smell like a middle school locker room, Dr. Squatch is where it's at. Dr. Squatch is changing the way men approach their hygiene with their natural personal care products that make you feel like a man and smell like a champion. All of Dr. Squatch's soaps are made in the USA using the finest ingredients na nature has to offer. That means natural cleansers and nourishing ingredients that are actually great for your skin. Dr. Squatch's soaps come in a huge range of natural, manly scents that are going to transform your shower. Whether it's their best-selling pine tar or scents like bay rum and cedar citrus, you're never going to have a boring shower ever again. Let me tell you, my first shower experience with Dr. Squatch can only be described as heavenly. It was great. Ooh. I love Dr. Squatch. Uh, the grapefruit IPA scent is to die for. And let me tell you, there are not many things I would use that descriptor for. Like, Tim, what is to die for? Not much except <laughs> this grapefruit IPA scent. It's fantastic. Yeah, the deep sea goat milk <laughs> one is really good. Oh, Really yes. good. That That's one's also great. Yeah. It smells awesome. If you really want to make it easier on yourself, you can also subscribe to Dr. Squatch, just like the hundreds of thousands of other guys out there. Every month, fresh bars of Squatch show up to your door. It's super easy. They got uh, a full lineup of personal care goods like deodorant, hair care, and toothpaste. Right now, new customers can get 20% off on orders of $20 or more when you go to DrSquatch.com and enter code DSCKFGD. That's DrSquatch.com code DSCKFGD for 20% off on orders of $20 or more. We're also brought to you by Final Fantasy VII Intergrade. Grab your weapons and join the resistance because Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade for PlayStation 5 is here June 10th. The shadowy Shinra Corporation is draining the planet's very life force, all for their own gain. The mercenary Cloud Strife teams with Tifa, Barrett, and Aerith to take Shinra down. Whether they succeed depends on you. We are so excited for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Integrate is the definitive edition of the award-winning Final Fantasy VII Remake. Integrate comes with so many expanded graphical gameplay and system enhancements. We're talking improved lighting, crispier backgrounds, more realistic textures. Integrate brings the game's visuals to a whole new level. Plus, you can switch between graphics mode and performance mode depending on whether you want 4K or super smooth action with 60 frames per second. You know, I love me some performance mode. Plus, yes, there's also a plus. The game comes bundled with episode Intermission, a brand spanking new episode featuring Wu Tai Ninja Yuffie as the main character, where she'll conspire with Avalanche HQ to steal the ultimate materia from the Shinra Electric Power Company. Pre-order Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate today by going to sqex.link slash remake kf that is sqex.link backslash remake kf we're also brought to you by caviar loving good food doesn't necessarily mean you are able to cook well if you want a great meal but need a little help let the restaurant come to you 
Caviar can help. Caviar is a food delivery app for people that are into good food. They bring the best local restaurants directly to your doorstep. Other apps may have national chains, but Caviar keeps it local. Those hidden gems in your neighborhood, they're on Caviar. Caviar curates local options for every taste, whether it's the perfect Reuben from the sandwich shop or the best Indian vegan curry. You always have options for whatever you want. Not sure what you want to eat? Let Caviar's staff picks recommend the best spots in your neighborhood to find your new favorite. And just for our listeners, Caviar is offering $10 off an order of $20 or more. All you have to do is put in the offer code kind of funny at checkout. Remember, that's $10 off a purchase of $20 or more with offer code kind of funny. Download the Caviar app and use code kind of funny. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Channel Fireball Box Breaks. Channel Fireball is a very big name in the collectible and trading card industries. Our new initiative, CFB Box Breaks, involves live-streamed pack and box openings. People will purchase a group in a break. I'll use basketball as an example. Let's say you buy you 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 uh you all buy in, all right? Tim gets the Cavaliers cards, Greg gets the all the Miami Heat cards, etc. And the break happens live on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. They stream breaks starting at 1 p.m. Tuesday to Thursday, 3 p.m. Uh, 3 p.m. Friday and Saturday. There are also personal breaks. Let's say I buy an entire box of Pokemon cards uh, and they open it live on stream before shipping me the contents. Uh, each stream also builds to a premium break. There, uh, these are usually spicier or more expensive breaks with big hits in them. For example, this Saturday they are breaking a box of revised Magic: The Gathering. Each booster pack is five hundred dollars, and there are cards worth one thousand dollars, over a thousand dollars. You can open in there. Box breaks are a fun way to get your hands on collectible cards, Pokemon, Magic: The Gathering, Flesh and Blood, sports cards, and more. They're running an awesome deal on Battle Styles, the hottest new Pokemon set right now, and you can get a box cheaper with CFB Box Breaks than anywhere else. So head to CFBBoxBreaks.com and make sure to use the code KINDAFUNNY so they know we sent you and get 5% off your first break. Tim Robert Geddes. Kevin, please bring it up real quick. That's the Chonkachu, and uh, this is one of the cards you can get from the Box (laughs) Breaks. Go check it out. I love this so much. That's fantastic. He's so chonky. He's so chonky. I love that he's called the chonky shoe. Let's move over to story number five. The Last of Us HBO show has its directors. Mm. This is from Denise Petsky at Deadline. Oscar nominee Jasmila Banik uh, and Ali Abbasi have been added as directors on The Last of Us, HBO's high-profile series adaptation of Sony PlayStation's franchise from Chernobyl creator Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann. Druckmann and Mazin uh, write and executive produced. Carolyn Strauss also executive produces, along with Naughty Dog president Evan Wells, Asad Kizilbash, and Carter Swan of PlayStation Productions, as well as Rose Lamb. Zabonik's latest film, Quo Vadis Ada is nominated for the Best International Film Feature Oscar. Yes, Best International Film Feature Oscar at Sunday's Academy Awards. Last night, the film won the, the Film Independent Spirit Award for Best International Film. Bonnick is repped by CAA and Good Chaos. Abbasi won the Cannes Film Festival's un- Uncertain and those are two different words. Un, and I think that's French. Uncertain, I, I assume. Regard Award for directing in 2018 for his for his film Border, also known as Grands. Cool. It seems like this has actually happened, which is awesome. Could not be more excited for The Last of Us HBO show. Every single move they've made has just wowed me with how perfect it seems and how interesting a take on the franchise this seems to to be. Like the we had confirmation a while back that the music's gonna be done by Gustavo, the same person that did yep. uh Last of Us One and Two. And like just like the music is so much about the tone uh, or it sets the tone and atmosphere of that game so well that imagining that translated to an HBO quality show, which every single move they're making in terms of the actors, in terms of the directors, all this stuff, obviously Druckmann being as involved as he is. Like, I I think we have something extremely, extremely special on our hands with this. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Um, Like I, I'm still in the place where I'm like, I don't know how a last of us TV show can live up to what my, my love is for last of us, the game. But I'm happy to see them try. I think HBO, it being an HBO, puts it in the right hands for them to treat it like something that's quality and prestige. And so I'm looking forward to it. Let's talk about story number six. 
Humble Bundle limits charity donations to 15%. This is Danielle Partis, again, at gamesindustry.biz. Humble Bundle has unveiled a redesign that will alter how users split their donations. As part of this update, the company will remove sliders that give users the option to flexibly adjust what percentage of the donation goes toward publishers, charities, and Humble. The new system will instead feature two static options, a default donation that gives 85% of a donation to publishers, 10% to Humble, and 5% to charity. The other extra to charity option will split the figure so that it's 15% that goes toward the chosen cause instead. As it stands, the slider's default donation option is set up so that 65% of a sum goes to the publisher, 30% to Humble, and 5% to charity. Tim, this broke over the weekend. Have you been following this at all? Uh, very lightly. I've just seen a little bit of the the Twitter discourse around it. Like this mm-hmm. definitely sounds like a very shitty thing, and I hope that it gets reversed soon. And I I expect it to. Yeah, I I think this will get reversed because this is one of those decisions where it's like not only does it seem like it's tone deaf, but also kind of immoral, kind of like immoral in the way that's like, wow, how are you kind of how are you guys going to screw over the charities in this way? You know, not totally. let people people give more and have that choice of, of where they want to slide it. Uh, Absolutely, man. U- using charity as a marketing tactic is it's dirty, it's shameful, and like looking at this, like they're getting called out for it, and rightfully so. So again, yeah. I, I hope that the people in charge look at that and are like, hey, this is not what we're trying to do, and to. To the credit of just people as a whole, it's like it gets iffy sometimes and best laid intentions sometimes like turn bad when we're dealing with things like charity where sometimes decisions are made without thinking through every step of the way of like how For the sure. dominoes are going to affect other things. And this could be one of those cases. However, it is on them to reverse it because this is a problem and the dominoes did lead to a bad place that clearly makes it seem like the the charity aspect at this point is just used for marketing to make more money as opposed to trying to like help people and go to a good cause yeah and like i've I've been seeing a lot of people throwing flag uh ign's way for this and i think there's a big misunderstanding of how all this stuff works ign doesn't own humble they're both owned by the same parent company uh, and so, like, I, I, all the replies I saw to this on Twitter, like, in a large part of the discourse, even in chat right now, a lot of people are like, oh, man, IGN bought Humble, and look what happened. It's like, now they're owned by the same parent companies. IGN doesn't really have any say into how this happens. Uh, I don't so, know that that's true. You don't think so? Fully. I think that, that some people do have say. I, I don't know the, the, all the details, so I don't want to speak out of line here, but I'm pretty sure there's, there's more people... There are decisions being made that I don't think are being made by IGN exactly, but I think that there are IGN people involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I knowing any of the IGN people I do, this isn't going to stand if that's the case and if they have any say over it. So, Michelle, let's talk about our last news story for the day. Story number seven, Resident Evil Village is extending its demo. Uh, this comes directly from them on Twitter at RE Games. They tweeted out this. We've heard your feedback and are extending the availability period for the final 60-minute multi-platform hashtag RE demo. The original 24-hour window starting 5 p.m. Pacific time, May 1st, has been increased by a week and now ends at the same times on May 9th Pacific time. Uh, it's so awesome. Good for them. This whole demo situation has been bizarre. It's so least. bizarre to the point that I was just like, I, I was this weekend trying to play trying to figure out when I could play. There was just so many dates and times that honestly, not that complicated to figure out had I just looked at it, but it frustrated me to the point that I'm like, eh, fuck it. I'm going to play the game when it comes out. I don't need to do this right now. And like, that just sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, it, like, I was looking at, I was looking at a chart and it was just like, there's this demo and then there's the castle demo and then there's the castle multi-platform demo. And I'm just like, yep. I have all the fucking and, consoles. And some of those are only available for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like some of them are like, okay, here's 30 minutes. Okay. You can do this for 60 minutes. Okay. You can do this for as long as you want. And it's like us doing the live reaction to the showcase in real time. We were all like, all right, what the fuck? Like, which one? Is, uh, I'm going to, uh, once we look at the chart, it'll make sense. But then when you look at the chart, it's still like, all right, I guess whatever. Well, I guess I'll play it when it's available. And so them extending it uh, like this. For people who are like, I don't have, I don't like, I'm not, I'm busy during that 24 hour window. You know, it's, it's, it's nice for them to do. <laughs> so good for them. Uh, Tim, I'm mm-hmm. really excited for Resident Evil Village, but man, about a month, about a month from now, it's just so far away. It's true. If I wanted it was coming out to mom drop shops today, where would I look? 
the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today. We got nothing. There's nothing out today. Sorry. Whoa. Yeah. No. One of those rare ones. You know what? It was the same last week, too. I fucked up last week because there was no out today for Monday, and I didn't realize that, and so I accidentally copied Tuesdays uh, over mm. to, to Mondays. But this is the second Monday in a row where there's no Slow out Mondays. today. Slow Mondays. But we do have a new date for you. Planet Coaster Console Edition Ghostbusters and Studios Pack is coming April 29th. I wonder who Planet put this Coaster, in the Ghostbusters. That was actually me. I got the email oh. for it. But when I when I when I did see it, I was like, I wonder if that's the thing that would get Greg into trying out Planet Coaster, a Ghostbusters pack. We'll I think that he has been spoiled with enough Ghostbusters riches at this point that this isn't the type of thing he's, that he'd be like, you know what, I have to try it because it's Ghostbusters. Whereas a couple of years ago, he would have been like, anything, I have to do it. Yeah, that's a good sign for nerd culture as a whole. We're we're growing and everything's been brought back in plentiful fashion. And then we have a couple of deals of the day for you. Dragon Quest Builders 2 is coming to Game Pass on May 4th. And then Velen Studios' upcoming team-based dodge brawl title, Knockout City, will be free for all EA Play members when it brawls onto the, the uh, gaming scene on May 21st. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and Xbox Game Pass for PC members will also have access to the full game through their access to EA Play. So get hyped for that. Xbox Game Pass just keeps on growing, getting better. Yeah, man crazy they're just like doing everything going all oh, out yeah. to just be like we need to get them subscription numbers we need them numbers up man when we drop that shit on stage at some point it's going to be like bow millions on millions and millions of fans using game Pass. oh yeah dude i saw a tweet earlier today where somebody was like dude paying 70 dollars for a game feels weird after getting multiple free games in a row through game pass because what you just got outriders and mlb the show and like the hits don't stop there and like i i i definitely understand people who are like oh yeah 70 dollars is a lot of money i don't want to spend 70 dollars on video games anymore i can just rock with yeah. game pass because i haven't said that though i would gladly pay 70 dollars for ratchet and clank over a oh, lot of yeah. the things that are on game pass so it's like oh, i don't yeah. want to like I, I we need to always when we talk about the value of game pass we also need to talk about the value of a 70 dollar game the games cost money to make so i mean but you can say the same thing about mlb the show and outriders like people those both, both those games are seventy dollars at their next gen versions. Yeah, totally. Not necessarily okay. saying that every game's worth seventy dollars, and maybe those are. But I am saying that Ratchet Clank seems to be in a way that a lot of the games on Game Pass aren't. For sure, for sure. Uh, of course, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games where you can get the show ad free. You can also write in with your questions, just like Wit did. Wit wrote in and says, alongside new Ratchet and Clank gameplay, PlayStation announced the new state of play will also show updates from two upcoming indie titles. Which indies are you expecting to appear for this unique state of play? Stay safe and healthy, Wit. Tim, you had to put your prediction cap on. Mm -hmm. What do you think is going to appear at the state of play aside from Ratchet and Clank? Um, I think it's just Ratchet and Clank, right? Like, I think this is going to be one of those... Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Last of Us 2 type state of players that are just single game focused. Here we go. Right? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look over at the PlayStation blog because I missed yeah. what Wit mentioned here about two indie games being presented. So I want to make sure that's right. So give me Let's a see. second. No. Yeah, I'm trying Isn't to find the exact post? wording of this state of play situation. Type it in state of play. And I misspelled state. Because, I mean, if this is the case, I would expect something from Stray. All right, here we go. So Want to see more? Okay. We're pleased to announce that Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart is the focus of PlayStation's next state of play, and it's just three days away. Uh, there's nothing in this blog post specifically, and I'm reading from the Ratchet & Clank blog post. I'm going to go to PlayStation's Indian. Twitter. All right. Because if this is the case, this. if this is the case, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Keena Bridge of Spirits, and I also wouldn't be surprised to see Stray. But those would be the two for me. Uh, I'm sure Solar Ash would probably be in there too. All right, here we go. So uh, introducing Rivet, see the mysterious Lombax in action in today's Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart trailer, then tune in to the state of play on Thursday at 2 p.m. for extended gameplay, plus updates on a pair of upcoming indie titles. Okay, there so, it is. So two indie titles alongside Ratchet. That's interesting. It not being just Ratchet leads me to believe we might see a couple other things. We might see Kina. We might see... Uh, a returnal announcement or not announcement but like launch trailer type thing but 
I, I wouldn't expect much. I don't expect any crazy like get hype moments. I don't expect Horizon or anything there. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, they mentioned indies, right? So like, I I would imagine hype for what you consider PlayStation indies hype to be. Because mm-hmm. if you're only focusing on a pair, I think that's going to be a banger pair. That's that's something you want eyes on, especially because this is a Ratchet and Clank state of play, and so you imagine people are going to tune into it. And so well, go, I'm, there was. There was a lot of indies announced at the PS5 reveal event and stuff like that. Yeah. The vol- the Goodbye Volcano High. Goodbye and, Volcano uh, High. Solar. I mean, Solar, I keep bringing up, right? Solar Ash, Stray. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There's, there's a Jet whole bunch. the Far Shore. Like, there's a, there's a lot they can touch on. Kena Bridge of Spirits, I would also put in there. I think the potential is high. Some people in chat have been saying that, like, uh, Hades isn't available on PlayStation. And mm. it could be cool to put an announcement there that Hades is finally coming through. I think that'd be an awesome thing. Um, where the our little devil inside? I don't know if we mentioned that yet. That's one that I've seen people be hyped for. Uh, and so there's potential there. Recompile also. There's a lot that could be there. My two guesses, just p- purely based off of speculation and nothing else, I would say Stray. Uh, hmm. No, actually, I would say Solar Ash, since that's coming up this summer, and Kina. I think those hmm. are two potential bangers. That you have right there and you want to get as many eyes on them as possible alongside ratchet yeah i think that makes sense uh also when you go to patreon.com so it's kind of funny games you can write in with your squad ups just like gage luke did uh gage luke wrote in with this i'm in that weird space right now where i'm eagerly anticipating the the remastered mass effect trilogy it is making it uh, hard to jump into anything too expansive or deep i'm thinking the answer is multiplayer Send me a tweet or an invite on Xbox of something you need a squad for, and I'd gladly join in and click some heads. I'm usually free in the evenings, say around 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. Weeknights and whenever, and those are weeknights, and whenever on weekends. Let's make some mayhem or have some goofy indie fun. Cheers. If you want to add Gage Luke on Xbox, uh, you can add them with the username LukeShotFirst. And first is spelt with a number one. So LukeShotFirst. Number one, ST. And that's on Xbox. And it's also on Twitter if you want to play on other platforms with Luke. Tim, people can go over to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. They can write in, let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong. So we can, we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Uh, let's see here. I think we killed it. We killed, yeah, we killed it, man. It. Yeah. There's no year wrongs. Like all the year wrongs here are for missed news that we covered. Uh, and then yeah. also like somebody wrote in with missed uh, deals, but we don't always, we don't include every single deal because there's, there's a limitless amount of deals. So many deals. Day. Not enough just days. just pick and choose what deals we think would, would, would be good for you. All right. You can trust us. You can trust us mm-hmm. here. Trust this us. week's hosts for the rest of the week for kind of funny games daily go like this tomorrow. You're getting the return of Greg. Uh, it's Greg and Gary Witta. Wednesday. It's me and Tim Thursday. It's Greg and Tim, and then on Friday, it's Greg and me. If you're watching this live on Twitch right now, after this is Mike and Nick playing. Actually, no, that's not that's not correct. After this, Kevin, it's do you know what's Nick. after this? Nick, yeah, is, it just Nick is playing, and, Nick Nick's and playing Uncharted with Big Kev Dog, yeah. Yep. Awesome. Mike's taking the day off. Dope. Of course, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash Games. so stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, game daily. <laughs>